Hey, this is the Nobody Likes Casey McLean podcast. Please check out my stand-up dates at thecaseymcclain.com. Also, follow me on all social media at thecaseymcclain. Check out stand-up clips and videos of mine at youtube.com slash McLean. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is where I host this podcast. It's where the file sits. It's also a great place if you want to start a podcast where you can record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When you're hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast to all the listening platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Whatever you're listening to this podcast on, you can get your podcast to that platform very easily. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, it's the Nobody Likes Casey McLean podcast. Today's guest is Josh Firestein. Josh is a comedian, an army veteran, and we recorded this on the way to and from a show we did where we performed for homicide investigators. It was a really interesting show, different type of corporate gig that I've ever done in my life. So uh, please enjoy our conversations. I think it's a good display of what it's like uh, pre and post show, the differences. Also, check out the video on YouTube because there's a moment where I almost crashed the car. and It's pretty funny to see on video. All right. Follow me at the Casey McLean stand updates at the Casey Uh And on Instagram probably is a better place. Follow Josh at Josh underscore Firestein. And I think joshfirestein.com. All right, please enjoy this episode. We're oh. trying to get in the back like it was a fucking Uber. <laughs> look at this, we're idea. podcasting. Oh, wow, look at that. Dude, I multimedia. Was, I wanted to have done that cheesy joke if I had known you were podcasting. Uh, what was the, the good, I don't know if I caught that actually. I might have not. Not just me just going in the wrong door. Just oh, me fucking with you. You're just. Stupid. It wasn't very funny. You. Cut that part out. Should quit comedy. We'll cut that. Hey, well, I didn't know you lived next door to a school or just a bus oh. yard. Oh, that, uh, hey. my neighbor's school bus. She says she's turning it into an RV, but, um, she might live in but, it soon. Yeah. Well, I don't think so. Based on the progress they're making on that I'm Mustang. To, I'm trying to think of what, what would be the best way to get out of here? Uh, turn left right here at Puget Sound and then left on, uh, 56th. Since I'm doing this stupid. Uh, or actually, no, um, sorry. Go down South Tacoma Way. Turn right on South Tacoma okay. Way. Uh, since I'm doing this, you're going to have to pull up directions because I, okay. I've got this multimedia podcast studio in here. Yeah, look at that. Audio recording right here in case oh, this one crooked. sucks. That's nice to see that. Yeah, okay. that's uh, always upsetting to see how stupid you look at that. Multi, yeah, I know. Cause you, you think you put it on straight. There's a weird thing about your eyes seeing things different in the mirror than what they are. I know. Well, did you it's know? It's like, does it focus on one eye is different than the other or something? Did you know that Zoom, the like, uh, the video software, they put you in mirror image so that you see yourself the way that you see yourself in the mirror. Oh, interesting. I didn't know why that, I didn't know that's why. Yeah, because you would think that you look stupid and horrible if you saw yourself the way the rest of the world sees you. Oh man, I hate the way the rest of the world sees me. Yeah, we do not like it either, by the way. Yeah, well, you gotta deal with it for at least a few more years. I know. Um, you're gonna get in the right lane, and then it's gonna be that little loop that takes you. Have you ever done a show at that flower? I didn't know they did shows there. It's owned by a comedian. Browns? Let's not say the name. Brown Flowers is owned by a comedian? I think it's... Yeah. It's owned. Yeah, it's uh, not a... I got I got booked there by Ron on. 
we did a show. Oh, you know what? I didn't know that was there. I thought that I know who you're talking about. Uh, like alti guy who probably uh, doesn't like me or me. <laughs> uh, was mad that you're on the show. Excellent. Well, yeah, I, mean, I was the one that said it all. Up. That guy is he still even a comedian? Oh no, I don't think so. I mean, at what like I guess what the fuck is this guy doing? You're always a comedian, baby. Look at this. This dude is like what? he's like stopped in the left lane. Oh, he's not. He's maybe dead. I think he's turning into the lot. But he's had a lot of opportunity to turn the lot. He still has not turned in. He's just stopped in the wrong lane. Well, we'll see what's going to happen. I'm glad. Oh, this guy. I like it. Oh, thank you, sir. Like oh, thank you for telling us to drive past you on the street. <laughs> I always love that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. You, That's what I'm supposed to fucking go. You know what I hate, though, is the my number one. It's right here. Oh, I want to get on Union. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then get the 16th faster than going. Yeah, you're right. You're right. No, I was trying to think of. I'm disoriented right now, and I normally would have my. Uh, Plus, I'm I like drunk. A, too. I like a sharp turn. I'm super drunk. Oh, nice! This will be fun. Yeah, it'll be cool to see the turning radius on this thing. I might drift. I think they made uh, lane lane correction for drunk drivers. Dude, you know, some people think that they should like self-driving cars. People are like, they hate the idea of that. But if it makes drunk drivers drive like sober drivers, fucking a, dude. I'm gonna kill dear Jesus Christ. Well, I don't want to encourage drunk driving. I mean, I feel like that's the danger as you go, oh, well, it's fine. I think people are figuring it out on their own that they... <laughs> well, sure, that's part your, of it, yeah. What do I... Now I'm fucked up again. No, you just... You're gonna... Eventually, you're gonna get in the left lane, but it's gonna be past Center Street. Okay. And you're gonna see the freeway and all that. All right. Why do... This is like the... I, I go this way all the time, and I, for some reason, coming from your... I shouldn't have picked you up. Should have just had you drive. Yeah, but then we should. wouldn't have this multimedia podcast experience. No, we happening. would be losing out on all this gold, baby. <laughs> um, but so anyway, I don't think that dude's a comedian anymore. And I don't think that he liked either of us. And uh, I don't know that, again, like, what is the qualification that makes you a comedian? Is it that you've ever done comedy before? Because I'd bet money that dude never did comedy more than, like, 40 times a year would be my guess. Hmm. And there's a lot of those people. Let's out call them. Let's call them up. I don't know. I think uh, I don't know. I, I I don't I don't like to get too much into those definitions thing because then it, it feels like uh, no, you and I are both frauds also. Care. But I also, you know, a couple times a year, you're not, I mean, you're not really. I'm not gonna tell you you're not a comedian. I don't want to <laughs> tell anybody you're not nothing. You can be whatever you want to. Sure. Uh, that's what they told us, millennial kids, and uh, yeah, and we're doing it. Uh, I mean, we're hardly comedians. I know, dude. It's pathetic. I was, uh... So our... Mutual friend, Monica Nevy, did a show. So you did a show in Cascade, Idaho. I'm doing that show in Cascade, Idaho. Yes. She did it. She's doing it the month after me. And I. she's like, uh, are you actually doing it? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah. This is the situation. It's kind of weird. And, uh... And uh, I was like... Also, maybe after I do it, they'll never do it again because it'll be so bad. And she's like, no, nah, don't do that. And I was like, I actually have been on, like, quite a hot streak, so that would be the thing that would happen as I would just, uh, I would fuck it up for everybody. But my, uh, I've, so what always happens is when I get on a hot streak like that and I feel like I figured out comedy is I have a fucking, I come down to earth at some point. It's, like, soon. And it happened in Austin, Texas, luckily. Instead of where'd you come, you went you came down in Austin, dude. I had uh, 
So you just tell me you didn't you didn't fucking bomb on that Georgetown show. Uh, I did okay on the Georgetown show, All but right. also was that show supposed to pay? I don't know. I think it pays for some people, it doesn't for others. <laughs> like, I think there's a budget. Does it then... pay for the people that spent <laughs> fifteen hundred bucks to come down to Austin? No, but the well, I don't think you came down there for that. No, it's to true. be fair, you were just looking for extra stuff, and you could have had nothing that night, but you got a spot on a pretty good show. And... Yeah, that's true. I mean, I did come down there for something, and then that something got canceled. So I was supposed to uh, MC at the new Cap City side room. Oh, is that not open yet? It. They, yeah, they they uh, delayed the opening about two weeks before I was supposed to go down there. Conveniently, yeah. conveniently for me. I don't think I don't know if it's convenient or if it's uh, related. I don't think it's related. They're like, oh shit, how we get out of this? Uh, yeah, we made we really fucked let's, up. Let's by close down. Casey. Let's, let's don't open yet. <laughs> they uh, they got my favorite comedian Joe List in there. Uh, got caught up in the. Opening delay fray also. Um, uh, it happens. But anyway, yeah, I, I bombed uh, a. It's I don't even remember what the show's called, but uh, at the Creek in the Cave, just bombed fucking. The hard. filthy show? No, I did great on the filthy show. Oh yeah. And I did great. Greg and I did great on the roast. Cool. But we did a show like uh, after the Georgetown show. We like drove back into Austin. The reason Josh cares, by the way, listeners, is because he's the one that got me at the Georgetown show. He doesn't care about... He's not like, oh, I hope for your sake. I just want to make sure you didn't make me look bad. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to silly you're going to... I would say, like, nobody had an incredible set out there, except for there was this one lady out there whose name is Casey also, like, Shoramina. Uh-huh. And she fucking crushed, dude. She's Yeah. Great. Lucky just recommended me her for some stuff. She's so. Lucky's right, and you should book her. And the fact that you haven't makes you both sexist and racist. Well, I was before. <laughs> Ask we, anyone. We didn't need those qualifications, though. Yeah. <laughs> I just remembered. Remind me that I have a comedy gossip thing to not talk about on this podcast. Do it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it on the podcast, but we'll talk about it once I... Once we try, we're going to record. we got a lot of time together ahead of us, Josh. Casey doesn't want to burn bridges with open micers. Um... Well, no, I don't want to burn bridges with headliners and club owners, is what I'm saying. Oh, wow, it's juicy goss. It's not even juicy gossip, it's just a very funny thing that happened. That I, Certainly nobody that listens to this podcast would know any of these people well enough to understand why it's funny. But anyway, the more we talk about it, the better it is for the podcast. Yeah. Um, also, uh, this is I've never done a video podcast while I was driving, and I'm self-conscious of... You can't see the steering wheel, but this it is over here. He is driving. He wants you to know. What if I was sitting like this? Actually, I was... Dude, that's oh, how dude, it should have started. You're like a toddler? It yeah, should have started. We're actually then, in they, they jolly old England, yeah. And then we would mirror it so we don't look disgusting to ourselves. Oh, I, I always look disgusting to myself. Um, You know what I need is like a GoPro. Then I, then I could have my phone available. I need more video and audio equipment is what I need. You want to text while you're doing this? Is that what you're saying? You want to? No, I like having you the directions. Text, then... That's my that's my thing. That golf course just followed me on Instagram. Oh wow, Highlands Golf Course. You made it, baby. University Place, Washington. Hey, I got something for you, by the way. Now that we're um, oh god, now that we're approaching the, <laughs> the Narrows Bridge. You're gonna shoot me up with heroin? Oh man, someone I know jumped off of this the other day. Oh really? Yeah, sad. 
Very sad. Young young man. Very, very young man. Very sad. Did he just see you perform comedy recently? Well, he's in by my money? album recently. You're giving me money? Yes. Yeah, you gotta do uh, it on camera so that the world yeah. knows you're an honest man? This is six dollars. It's the exact toll to get over the Narrows Bridge. That's wow. for you, buddy. That's all. I mean, the one's counterfeit, but no one ever checks those ones, so. Oh, man. Wow. I want you to put it on my G-string next time. Oh, gee whiz, I would love to. Oh, this is, at some point, you will have to bring up directions unless you're just a perfect navigator. I will I mean, also, we'll stop the video before we get there, though. too. We should talk about the show that we're doing uh, tonight, also, because... Of all the things in the world that I've ever thought might get me canceled, doing a show like this feels like the thing that could do it. And this will come out weeks after uh, the show. What so. do you mean? The podcast or the show? No, the comedy show we're doing. Why are we going to get... I mean, it's... You're, uh, you told me. You're you're on the back of the blue circuit. You got a bunch of... <laughs> you're doing a bunch of cop shows. We're doing a corporate doing, event tonight. We're doing a tour of police uh, stations where we're performing for... <laughs> Uh, we're heckling, or we're we're, uh, we're doing crowd work with inmates. In we're going the, precinct to precinct. Yeah, just roasting inmates for the police. Is that cool? <laughs> well, I wouldn't say roast. You don't want to make them feel like pigs. Um, no, that's why we do the inmates. You uh -huh. bastard. One time when I was a kid. Hey, not all of us are bastards. <laughs> that's pretty quick. Uh, one time when I was a kid, my mom got pulled over for having like a tail light out, or maybe your license plate was expired. Anyway, I had we had pogs at the time, and uh, I had a pog in my um, possession that had a pig in a police uniform, and it said "smells <laughs> like bacon." And I didn't get the joke; like I didn't get what the joke was. So when the cop pulled my mom over, I was like, "Officer, would you like this pog? It's got oh, a police." No. Yeah, my, so my mom's never had a ticket in her life. So the guy pulls her information, and she's got like the cleanest driving record you've ever seen. And like her fucking kid gives the police officer a, a pog that says uh, remember pogs did you have pogs yeah I had pogs dude no, I had some good slammers yeah dude I felt like the metal slammers were kind of cheating yeah well well did you guys what were your rules I mean, there were some on slammers good, were, they, were they silicone what were they supposed to be I just, what is you, that you just get material? like this thing that's all of a sudden like a fucking it's like steel hockey puck to flip over some Yeah, cardboard. I don't remember too many metal ones, honestly. I just remember, I remember the uh, the big ones, they were, they were not, were they like silicone or like uh, some kind plastic of plastic? Of some sort? Yeah, those ones were good. I don't know. Um, anyways, the show we're doing is a fucking corporate event for homicide detectives, right? Yeah, yeah. Which uh, you booked me on, to be clear, when you're trying to cancel me, everybody. Um, I would never... I would never, I've actually done, uh, in the pandemic, I did a show, a backyard show, with a, there were a lot of police in attendance. Um, oh, you say people are going to cancel you because you're, because they hate cops? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, people in Seattle hate cops, dude. Are you not aware? Well, they hate paying comics, too, so. That's true. That is true. I don't know. I mean, who cares? You, they, you know, I don't agree with everything police officers do. Of course. I, I don't trust course. any, I don't trust cops. You should, no one should trust the authority of the government. But I am you excited. Never, what I'm excited about the, this show show is, is that this is a corporate... And this is how you explained it to me. And we'll find out how it went after this. Uh, but you said... Because it's homicide detectives, not like a corporate event where it's like we're at fucking Intel or something like that where they need like squeaky clean. Right, it's not like... 
a bunch of accountants. Right. Um, and These are people who have seen. <laughs> These are people who have seen everything. Yeah, and they. I mean, they talk. They talk. They they say shit like fuck and shit. And, uh, Ooh, actually, now they should be defunded for that foul language. And, uh, I mean, I bet I bet a good amount of them are are veterans or uh, or have been on the force for quite some time. And you think that SUV that was the wrong way? By the way, they probably saw that. They might have been able to see that SUV in the in this video if they're watching. Oh, maybe. <clears throat> I bet he's still sitting there. Let's go find out. Let's go. Back. Let's turn it around. What is this? Uh, what is our ETA say? Are we gonna have time to eat there? Do you think? It says uh, 624 ETA, 46 minutes. A little traffic here. This is normal for oh yeah, day no 530 in Gig Harbor. And then we have a show in Bremerton that pays substantially less than I said I would. Oh, I didn't even know it paid. Yeah, it's like 30 bucks each. It would have been 60, but we're co-featuring because. Uh, I think 50, but we're co-featuring, so... And what time does that show start? I don't know. We're closing it out, though, so... I hope we make it in time. Well, we'll, we'll start messaging the booker if we think there's a problem, but... I want to say that the, the show starts at, like, 8.30. And if we're closing it out, we probably have to, like, 10 at least. He, uh... The, you did delete your Facebook, right? Or did you just block me and the booker of that show? I deactivated my Facebook. I reactivated it the other day... But I'm not on it. It's like not on my phone, and um, I'll use it for ads, and uh, I'll post. Yeah, because I got some family. They were, you know, family was like, "Hey, I don't know how to, how's the baby, and all this stuff, and how's the family." And they don't know what's going, how's comedy, all that. And they don't have Instagram. They're all old weirdos. And so I got my Facebook back, but yeah, I, don't, I mean, I'm not like I hate it though. I hate Facebook. I hate the way it makes me feel. I hate the way it makes me act. I've told you my. Uh, I hate the way it takes my time. My method of curbing that, right? Probably, but uh, tell the fine folks here at uh, well, in their fucking in the Amazon warehouse studios. that are working. Uh, unfollow truly every single person, except for like immediate family members that you, and only the immediate family members that you want to give the opportunity to let you hate them. <laughs> because so comedy is full of fucking lunatics, and so what I've noticed is a lot of times I'll get a, like a screenshot that's like. Did you see this fucking gossip? And by then it's like mature, right? Like I'm not, I don't feel any need to, everyone said everything. Oh, it's already, yeah, it's already been done. I'm two days late. I get to go in and look and maybe at the very most I get to go make like a, a joke at somebody's expense. Um, the other, uh, the other thing about it is you have like family members who maybe are uh, on an extreme politically and you don't. They probably actually aren't that extreme. It's just, what are you looking for? Train to charge? Finish your story. I got it. I'm helping you. I'm here to help you. There's a USB the, port in there. I know how it works, dude. All right. All the right, Josh. A Prius. Wow. I didn't know if you had lived a life that... You've, you've, I've lived a life of danger, Casey. You Ubered at least three times in your life, which means <laughs> that you had to... Legally, you were obligated to ride in a Prius at some point. Um. But yeah, the... Uh, Okay, that didn't work. It didn't? <laughs> Legit didn't work. Okay. Well, we'll, well figure out. Yeah, we'll figure out, huh? You got to, you got to, Oh, yeah, we'll figure out. I got, like, a battery pack and shit. In my yeah, phone. right. You got an iPhone? Yeah, for some reason it wasn't charging earlier. Anyways, is it, go is ahead. Is it charging now? No. Oh, okay. Um, 
but yeah, you just unfollow everybody and then you don't have to see, when you see people in person, you don't hate them for all the crazy shit that they say online when they're 130% of their already flawed personality, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not on it anymore. I'm just kind of... Why, did you guys try to tag me in something, or...? He did, and then asked me why. The the booker, Joseph Rogers, asked me uh, why. I think I blocked him. No, he asked if you deleted it, and I did, uh, I have no idea what you're doing in your life because I don't I don't follow you anyway. So, uh, sorry, dude, you did not re- you did not meet the immediate family quota required for me to follow you. I'll get there. <laughs> Put a ring on it. On what? Whatever you want. <laughs> Whatever you want, big boy. Or little boy, that's fine too. I'm trying to get littler. I'm not a sizist. I haven't done one of these driving ones in a while. I really like this because it's like uh, I don't have to take time away from my family to make a podcast now. Yeah. You just, we're not, by the way, there's no gig. Yeah, there's no gig. We're just going to the casino. That's awesome, dude. And, and I'm giving, giving you $150. You it's like you're giving me money to gamble. Yeah. You have to use it for gambling, though. I've told this story on here, I'm sure, but the, when I went, my first ever hosting weekend at Tacoma Comedy Club, I, or I hosted for... Uh, What's his name? Brett Ernst. We got hammered the the Saturday night. And then we took an Uber to Emerald Queen Casino. Very nice. Stopped in the Uber. This is how happy I was to be hosting. I'm paying for the Uber. We stop in the line of a smoke shop, like a drive-thru smoke shop, in the Uber. Like the fucking, the the toll is going, dude. So that uh, Brett Ernst can buy chew. That he keeps getting told he can't do at the table and then just keeps doing it. We're just hammered. He's, he tried to order a drink like six times at the craps table and it was three in the morning. Like they're like, last call was an hour ago. You cannot order. Oh, uh, it's not Vegas, baby. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Oh, that's the worst when you're drunk and you want another one and it's too late. Oh, it's the worst. He was like, I'm going to show you how to play craps and then, uh, like five or six rolls in, he got so annoyed with how little of it I was retaining that he just gave me $20 to go play the slots oh that's hilarious like, like his, a little kid like his wife like yeah. some wife that he's annoyed with oh you've got your uh, top secret text messages up I almost Uh-oh. just read about how little I'm regarded somebody's looking for a somebody looking for a guest spot Pimpin' Willie. Good name. Dude, he's wearing a purple suit in almost all of his photos. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's fun, huh? I do like that. That's a cool suit. I want to see you in that suit. He's got suit. a character. He's got a thing. You want to see me in that? Yes. I don't know, dude. Purple is uh, not really my style. Magenta, that's a whole different story. We should have time to stop at a gas station so I can get, like, a water, right? Yeah, for I'm sure. parched. We'll, we'll make that when we shut this fucking uh, podcast, the first leg of the podcast. Yeah, we got a lot of podcasting time, Josh. Oh, boy. You really fucked up getting into this car. Hell. I paid to get on the podcast, I don't know if you guys saw earlier. <laughs> That's true. It has a $6 entry fee. Oh, it's like a comedy minutes. festival. 
Yeah. <laughs> Six dollars for a comedy festival? Yeah. Dude, that's not gonna cover their pockets. Oh man. You gotta pay at least twenty-five. I will say the the comedy festival, the Seattle Comedy Festival that's happening, that I did not apply for because I could not handle the rejection of people who are much like less qualified to be making that decision than most festival uh, organizers. Um, they only charge ten bucks, which though I still think is shitty. Well, I mean, I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's that shitty, dude. I don't think it's shitty at all. Ten bucks. I mean, they do they do stuff. There's uh, there are some organizational stuff they do, and no, they don't. I'm not saying they make ten bucks. I don't have a problem with them making money. What I have a problem with is them funding the entire festival with comedy submissions, with mostly rejected oh, comedy yeah, submissions. Rejected, yeah. I'm not saying to buy tickets. No, they no, also no, are no, collecting no, tickets. I know you, man. I know people. There's a guy that's our level that got rejected. That I was like, no way. And he's fine with it. And I was like, this is exactly why I did not submit. <laughs> he's probably not fine with it. <laughs> yeah, he tried to argue with me that he was fine with it. <laughs> well, you're an instigator, so I get it. Wow. Well, and he's a contrarian. So the moment I say that's why I didn't do it, he's like, actually, I think it's really cool to donate money so that hopefully the festival will be good and they'll remember that I donated money. And I'm like, you're like a 10-year comic, dude. Like... You shouldn't be fucking <laughs> donating money to your peers that don't like you. Yeah, I mean, that's not, I mean, ten bucks is not. There are some festivals that are way more. Like, I'm doing World of uh, World Series of Comedy right now. Yeah. And uh, I, I wasn't really yet. planning on doing it this year. I thought maybe next year I'll do it or whatever. There's a lot of it's a lot of traveling to do all these 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 satellites and the the main event and whatever. But they let 101 people in the main event, and they let even more people in for all the satellites. 40 people each satellite, and there's like, I don't know, 20, 15 satellites maybe throughout the summer and spring. And they charge, it's like, to apply for each satellite is like 35 or 40 bucks. Or you could pay like 65 and get in all, get, apply for all of them. And that's a lot, 65 bucks plus there's another fee for... Uh, the entry fee or something like that. Luckily, our buddy Kevin Eggleston works for the festival, and he was able to give out a couple free registrations. Oh and my god! He uh, he gave me a gave me a ring, and uh, I'm now realizing he gave Casey no ring. Oh, didn't, didn't call you, huh? One, no, he didn't. But two, he I might have already given him my World Series of Comedy opinion. Oh well, opinions Cap- regardless. Cap- that place is make that those they're making a lot of money. Kevin's favorite thing in the world, it seems, is to just get himself in the most time-consuming, least beneficial comedy situations. I don't think it's not. I don't think it's unbeneficial. He's traveling around doing a bunch. He's hosting a bunch of uh, a bunch of these satellites. He's hosting at least three of them, maybe more, at clubs that he would have otherwise not um, performed at. Kevin stinks. He's fucking up. That's it. He stinks, sure, but his odor has nothing to do with his comedic ability case. Jesus uh, Christ. This guy's so shallow, man. What it, my, my thing is he's for sure losing money on that. Like, they can't be paying him enough to host. I can't wait for Kevin's Netflix Oh, shit. Oh, shit. That was my fault. Oh, Casey almost hit this guy, dude. Wow. Casey, he's like directly dude, in my blind spot. Dude, Casey's so jealous of Kevin right now. I know. And he's not even watching the road. There's a cop right there, I too. I can't. I can't. Oh, would have fucking nailed your ass. Dude, I know. I hope he doesn't do uh, it He right might now. still nail your ass. He might be going to the uh, conference where he's yeah. performing at. I'm going to go 60 miles an hour. Jesus, that was scary. I wonder how that's going to look on camera. 
Oh, fuck. Oh, I can't wait to see your face. I know. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think when you watch the video back, you'll see that I realize that the car is there and, then don't, and say don't say anything and kind of clam up a little bit and then I look over and then I think you'll see. You, you were, you're defending uh, Kevin. That's actually one of Kevin's goons there. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's out here. Kevin's well connected. Defending his dude. In Kitsap County, Washington. No, but uh, yeah, so Kevin got me the free spot. But I do think that uh, that festival's making a ton of money. A lot of these people are making a ton of money. Yeah, I'm aware. I think it's like, I think that's, uh, I don't know. Am I ever going to do that festival? I think it's pretty exploitative. I, did, I didn't I did do the Burbank one. I got into it, if you remember. I don't think, yeah, the Flappers thing that was kind of... Uh, Dude, it's wild. It would have cost me... A hundred like, people got Best of the Fest or something? Yeah, it would have cost me... It's like, basically, you can get Best of the Fest if you can reschedule your... Uh, departing flight or whatever. <laughs> like, if you're there on the last day, you are you going to be in town? Fest. Yeah, you can be best of the best. It was uh, I got saved because I got my first feature weekend in Spokane, and so I canceled. And instead of spending fifteen hundred dollars, I made like twelve hundred dollars after merch. My first ever merch weekend too. Oh, oh man, there is like an unmarked cop car behind us that very well could be at a two-hour event. Oh man, it. that Camaro looks like uh, or challenge challenger. Ah, I had fucking no idea what these stupid. That's got an Alabama license plate on it. Yeah, he's super undercover. Yeah, this is what I was thinking. Oh, that guy? No, that's just a black guy who bought a car at a, black, at a cop <laughs> auction. It is a. Uh, but you got to imagine. I've always thought this about when people buy like a Crown Victoria that like used to be a police. The wheels all wobbly, dude. The front right wheels all wobbly. Well, the license plate is bent to shit too. Um. The people who buy those, it's like you you just are buying yourself into a life where everybody slows down when you pull up near them. You know what I mean? Like traffic gets slower around you. Maybe because they're into that. That is my sexual kink, personally. Yeah. How am I doing here, Josh? Am I, have I made any mistakes? Are we driving the right On the direction? podcast or on the drive? Well, in life, you almost hit someone. I fucking that was embarrassing. So you can look at as, you can look at that as a failure. Or as a success because you didn't hit them. Cat-like reflexes. I have the... <laughs> I used to work with this guy on a... He worked... He was the third man on a printing press that I was the second man on. And he was... Uh, you were second mic on a printing press? Second... Yeah, dude. We were doing a comedy on a printing press. He wasn't number one. Um, he also grew and sold palm trees in Renton, Washington. Okay. Uh, Interesting. But he would always talk about how he had the, <laughs> what do you call it? The like, he had the reaction time of a fighter pilot. He's like, I, I got measured, dude. I had the reaction time of a fighter pilot. And I'm like, you can't feed a box machine without fucking up constantly. Like, you you don't have fighter pilot aptitude. Where did he get tested for that? I don't know. I think you were fucking mall like. Oh, he was at the, the Top Gun exhibit at Universal or something? He worked... Before there, he worked at a genie. The, like... He was a genie? Yeah, he was a genie. Wow, those are pretty nice. He rubbed him many times. Yeah. He, you know... He, he made no wishes. He just granted me wishes, but never fulfilled them. It was odd. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, yeah, sure. You can have that. Yeah. He was a little more breathy when he said it. <laughs> Is that how he talks? Yeah. Ryan something. He was like maybe half Korean. 
Very annoying guy. Anyway. Is that related to the Korean thing, or is that a feeling you have? <laughs> yeah. You're like half Korean. Either before or not. Yeah. Yeah, that was, he actually normal really guy. important to Casey. He's very superior. I'm trying to, I was trying to think of what his last name is, if it's Korean or not. I know he's part Asian, but I can't remember what the, what the, uh, Well, you should just assume, we probably label him. Yeah. You probably didn't have to bring it up, because no one knows him. Brian Kim, that's a good bet. Kim is probably Korean. And it wasn't Kim, for sure, but oh. I, I, I didn't know a guy named Paul Kim that was a rapper, and then he just, like, dis, this was the thing about working in a box factory, is people would just disappear, like, like, not literally die, but just, like, go off the grid. Probably they would go to prison is what really happened. Maybe. But, like, gang-banging Korean dude. Maybe they just got Paul better Kim, jobs. Paul Kim uh, was a rapper, also. One time I... I knew uh, a girl named Kim. Ooh, I've known a couple girls named Kim. Women, is actually. Oh. Let's just call them women. Well, I didn't know that woman Kim. She died at uh, 13, so... At Eminem's hands? <laughs> no. His wife wasn't 13, Casey. She was at some point. You gotta follow the plot, dude. At one point, she was 13. You, you can't argue that. with that. You don't know that. It's an unlucky number. Maybe she skipped it, like a hotel. Skipped the 13th floor. You don't know. That's a great Hedberg joke. What's the joke again? It's like, uh, my hotel room doesn't have a 13th floor, but if you're on floor 14, you know. <laughs> like, if you jump out of the window, you will hit the ground sooner, or something like that. I can't do this delivery, but... Or you hit the ground earlier! That's us. Right on, dude. You nailed it. Alright, so you're gonna... 0.5 miles, you're gonna stay on 3 North. Alright. Highway 3 North, Washington. It's weird that the state that's, like, furthest away from... I guess Alaska's further, but... The continental state that's furthest away from the continental, or the, uh... You're gonna say something stupid right now, I can feel it. I can feel it brewing. The fucking New England? What are they called? The colonial states? Yeah. The furthest one is called Washington, isn't that? It's, um... Kinda of feels like you hopped on the train a little late. Oh, I see what you're saying, because, uh... Like, all the states were, like, named, and they were like, well, this, this territory is the Washington territory. Yeah, that's interesting. So, but that would have been the thing about it is like when when George Washington's alive, if they named a state after him, that would have been pretty embarrassing. No, that would have been embarrassing too. But Washington was Washington was far after. When Washington, it, he had to die like what eighteen hundred or something like that, and maybe he would have stayed in like maybe eighteen ninety. Yeah, but that's a long time. Ninety oh, yeah. years is a long time. When did Lewis and Clark get the fuck out of here? Um. Well, well after Washington, I believe. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, like mid eighteen hundreds or something like that. Are there any other states that are named after presidents? Um, lots of cities. There's the district of, district of Columbia, which is Washington District of Columbia, and um, uh, I don't think I don't think anything else is named after a president. Yeah, so I mean, really, they were like, "Fuck, we're running out of time to name a state after a president. We haven't even done it yet." Even after the first one? Yeah. Should we do the best one? Nah. The first one. I saw this, uh... Can you imagine a state today called Obama? Or, like, Trump? <laughs> or Bush? Where, where are you from? I'm from... I'm from Seattle, Bush. I saw, like, a targeted ad that was, uh... Some, like, 
money website that ranked it had like some objective ranking of all the presidents money wise and, and maybe it was that and before they uh before uh, like the people who were angry about it obviously had not read it because they were the picture it's was just me of course the picture's of like course. trump or something it was trump or, yeah. and obama together and it said <laughs> which one is the best president and they were like like people are like how did they even do this why would they give him best president and obama was not the best president trump was not the worst president by the measures in this thing um all right so what do i do now um, stay left. Stay left. Three north. Three north. Silver Paul's My in-laws used to have a house out here. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, he, uh, neither one was ranked at the bottom or top, but people were just mad because they just assumed one of them would be ranked number one because they were in the picture. It was a perfectly... It was a perfect modern fucking clickbaity social media. Oh yeah, they nailed it. Yeah, I I look I read that article. That's why I knew who who said it because I read yeah. that. It was on that's on Twitter. And now that I read that, I Twitter shows me all their fucking articles. Oh, that's and sucks. they're all like that. They it's all like a picture of Trump or like a picture of Biden, or Obama or something like somebody recently. Like what did Biden say now? Jeez, oh, it's like I don't know. Probably nothing. You have to, to to find out what Biden said. You have to go through fourteen slideshows. It's <laughs> the worst, dude. That's journalism now. That's yeah, yeah. My friend, uh, well, I'm in a, not my friend, but uh, I'm in a this, uh, Discord group where this this yeah, guy's so comic, cool, dude. Wow, I know. This comic who really helps a lot of people out. His name's Elliot GB. I don't know if you know who he is. I do know Elliot. Jimmy. I don't know his comedy very well, but he's a very nice guy. And he, he who does he invited him out? He invited a bunch of people to his Discord, and he he just finds like he just happens upon or, or, or discover he just I don't know who he's connected with. But he just finds these jobs and these opportunities, and he's like, hey guys, if anybody's thinking about applying to late night, you know, writers. God damn, Elliot. Here's Jimmy. the here's here's how you do it. Here's where you apply. If anyone wants to do SNL, here's what you need to do, and here's how you, here's the deadline. Here's this fe- this festival's open till this date. And he, he's a. I, I, Can I, I get in this Discord? Holy yeah, shit. I'll invite you. I, I I hardly I I hardly do anything with it. I hardly engage. But I mean such that a nice stuff. Guy. You can't do any of that stuff. But I could try. I could never do that stuff. I I, I don't know why I'm in there. I'm wasting the guy's time. I know. Well, it's because you book it. Fuck it. But he uh, he, he shared the other day about uh, yeah, big fan and uh, shared the other day. He won't day. shut up about you to be honest. Oh, okay. Well, I forgot what I was saying now. So, um, we're talking about Trump and Biden and how sexy both were. Oh, clickbait. Clickbait. Um, there's a site uh, that's like specifically for it. Uh, Clickhole, I think, or um, is that Clickhole? I think. Clickhole is like uh, the Onion, I believe. They're it's hiring. Like, I think it's all headlines and no article. Yeah, but it's like it's like the Onion. They're like fake. Yeah. 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 Well, they're hiring right now. Oh, that's cool. I got a... You know what's funny is? And maybe this is... You know who Sally Jordan is? Uh-huh. So I didn't know, like... I, I think Sally Jordan's... I don't, I don't even know if she does comedy anymore, to be honest with you, but... I, uh... She's, like, fine. She's always been cool to me. One day she came up to me, she's like, Hey, I saw this job that I think would be, like, great for you. And I was like, Really? <laughs> like, why would you... And it was, like, a... Like, a fellowship at... It might have been at The Onion, but I think it was ClickHole, actually. Interesting. And I... 
this was like years ago, and I was like, oh, well, thank you. That's very flattering that you would think that. I can't leave my family in Tacoma to make 13 bucks an hour writing fucking parody headlines, but it's very nice, because I'm sure that whoever that went to is like a rich kid who now fucking runs NBC or something like that. Oh, I hope so. Um, I would like to see a success story. God, Elliot GB. Yeah, he gets around, man. And I actually love Elliot GB. Now that I think around. about it, now that I know that he's got connections, I love that guy. Oh, big fan. I actually did. Uh, I did a show. <laughs> what show was that? Um, it was at uh, Tacoma Comedy Club. He was on it, and he showed up late because he got stuck in traffic or whatever. And I can't remember how it all worked, but they were like, "Just stay on stage, and we'll light you when Elliot GB gets here." Because it was like a competition of some kind. So he had to be, like, it would have fucked the thing up if I didn't. And I went up and did, like, 22 minutes at night. You know Claire Weber? Uh-huh. She's like, someone told her, like, towards the end of my 22 minutes that I was, like, they were like, yeah, he's stretching so that Ellie can get here in time. Because she was like, she was like, this piece of shit is just making this whole show him. Okay. Like, I, I went, like, 12 over my time. It's funny. I wish that no one had told me that. I know. Well, maybe she never forgave me anyway. I hope not. You're on the shit list, buddy. You're finished in this town. Yeah. That town. There's a comic in Oklahoma City that said that to another comic. I know. They got fucked up and he said that. And he was, uh, he's a little bit of a, hey, I hate him. Uh, he's a piece of shit. But, uh, he oh, really? That. Oh, yeah, a big piece of shit. Well, we'll have to talk uh, about why. Because I think that at one point he was not considered a piece of shit, right? Uh, no, I, think, I did not know everything about him. But, uh. People talk and things come out, but yeah, he's sure. Oh, you're fucking finished in this town, and I just think that's hilarious. It was like a small, it's like Oklahoma City with a small market. Yeah, well, that's the, the I've been talking to Ryan McComb a lot, um, dear friend Ryan McComb, and it's funny to hear like the way people, people in Spokane, he's a Spokane comic, they regard doing a show in Seattle the way that we would regard doing a show in New York or LA no I swear to you they're like yeah dude he's going over to Seattle to this show. it's like the, it's a big deal and it's like oh it's not a big deal there's no big deals in uh, Seattle you know what I will say that Rob Wentz came over with Phil to do something and they he came over to laughs to do the Seattle's best showcase or whatever on Wednesday or Thursday and Phil's like um heck I'd probably get you a spot Give and Angela pretty cool like, you know they like me and I headline here they, Oh, yeah, your spot. And he's like, oh, no, it's okay. I don't want to eat it. And then he saw the show, and he was like, oh, I totally could have done a spot. And Phil's yeah, like, dude. yeah, you could have totally done a spot. He's like, how oh, this was like, supposed to be like Seattle's best. And he was like, well, yeah, Seattle's like best open micers. And and like working comics doing a set, working on new stuff. And Yeah. But it's not like Andrew Rivers and Monica Nevy and Corey. And if it is them, they're probably um, doing new stuff. Yeah, yeah, they might be doing a spot, sure. But it's not. You're he, not thought, getting... he, he expected it to be like. Like this big, like, well, I had that, Spokane's best. We have a show called Spokane's Best Comics, and when right. we do that, I try to get Bill and Harry on it. And if they're in town, they're yeah, I'll do it for fifty bucks or whatever. Because I did a show. There used to be a sh- that same show, Seattle's Best, used to be at the Comedy Underground, and I remember. Uh-huh. Um, oh man, is that three miles? We're stopping to get gas in the in this like one of the podcasts, or not get gas, but get uh, water and Red Bull. Anyway, <laughs> um. I did a show with a... I'm scratching my balls. Oh, wait. You can't see because it's down here. That's true. I mean, 
Casey can see. Yeah, I could see your face, the delight in your face while you do it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Brett Hamill told me I was like, yeah, man, I'm I'm trying to do because I did like callbacks, which is a show they had on Tuesdays after the open mic. And it was, they never actually, I never did it like the way that it's supposed to be where you have a good open mic set and they're like, hey, come back tomorrow. I would just be like, to the manager, like, hey man, can I do callbacks? And he's like, yeah, dude, come in. Uh, so I was like, yeah, I want to do that. Seattle's best. And he's like, to Brett Hamill. I was doing a show with him and I was like, yeah, that, that's my next thing that I want to do is, and he's like, yeah, man, that show's just for like the big hitters, like me and Gabe Rutledge and... Dwayne Goad or somebody like but I was like oh funny that one it's not that it's like a lot of people that are not like big hitters but also big hitters you that was a way of telling you that he thinks that, that's was, a, that was a way of telling you you're not you're not good enough for the show without trying to be rude I think right without but, being mean but, like, but this is the thing is uh, I saw the lineups I was on that show like weeks later oh well it's <laughs> but big hitters my, fa- my favorite thing is like like this is well, this is actually for, like, the Dave Attells and Jim Nortons of the world. Not... Come on, dude. Get over yourself. Um, all right. Do you want to... the heavy hitters. Dude, not anybody can get $25. <laughs> dude, if you were lucky to get 25 bucks. Oh, that's true. I think I got about made. 12 yeah. the, like, in the four times I did it. You can it, get 25 bucks if you get 10 people in the door. Yeah. <laughs> John Fox does still book me, though, so thank you, John Fox. You're the man. I'm sure he's listening. All right. This is the part. We'll, we'll stop this part of the podcast right here. Um, All right, so I got directions. Um, there's two routes, 42 and 38 and 34. 34 are fastest. Let's do it. Is this car even on? Um, before we do the podcast, can we just talk a little more? Yeah, that's fine. I mean, we, I, I, I will cut out whatever we... Uh, All right. I, um... Well, this I is like kind of what I wanted to talk about, though, is, like, I, the show. Oh, okay. Because I, I like this. Like, this is this is, like, a fun... If we were on the road together a lot, this would be a great podcast. Yeah. I mean, I, this is like what I think if we... I mean, I guess this part's for sure getting cut out. But, like, if we started a thing... Like, these are Patreon episodes. Oh, you're right. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, this, you're right. You're right, dude. And so... Uh, yeah. I mean, I think there's, like... There's, like, potential. Also, like, it could fail. But, like, who gives a fuck, man? I don't give a fuck if Everything fails. fails. I don't give a, I'm failing everywhere. Right, exactly. Uh, yeah. What am I, yeah. Like, the only thing I'm good at is doing stand-up comedy, and nobody gives a fuck. So, like... <laughs> I'm failing everywhere, so might as well. Uh, I like them. They were cool. Um, I gotta be, I gotta get a better intro, dude. The look-like jokes are fine. I love look-like jokes at the beginning, just to be like, I make fun of me, relax, yada, yada. But I'm finding think, now the more gigs I'm getting and the more opportunities I'm getting... Um, it's a different crowd now where they don't always get the joke. Well, I definitely think that like the, like making a specific band reference is always tough. It's bad. Yeah, it's bad. Well, it's not necessarily bad. Like I think that what Colin Quinn said, uh, specificity is the soul of wit maybe. Well, that makes sense, but I just, uh, or no, no, he said in the specific is the universal. So they don't really need to know who Limp Bizkit is. Maybe their kids listen to Limp Bizkit or... Limp Bizkit and Gravy is the line that right. Noreen gave me. That sounds exactly like a Noreen uh, Roasted me once. He's using a bunch of roasts, too, which probably means I should not do it on stage anymore, but... Well, this is being recorded, remember?
remember that. Yeah, I don't care. I'm, I'm, shit all over Narn Van. No, I'm not shitting on Narn. Past podcast guest. He's also, I'm by the way. shitting on me for doing a joke that Narn does. You do one of my jokes on there, too. I'm one of my roast jokes. You love Yeah, yeah, but, you're, but that joke is, uh, but that joke is something right you don't use on other people. Oh, sure, sure, sure. They use it in roasts on other people, like Mike Hansen or somebody else. And it's a great joke for roasts, but... No, I do love that line you gave me, though. And I didn't use it at the beginning. You told me, like, fucking use my line. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, I don't care. And that's the... It used to say USA. And then what's great about that is that you... you, you I love that shit, dude. I don't think there's anything wrong with taking a line your friend says about you. Especially if, like... By the way, it's got to be, like, a friend or, like, uh, you got to ask them, right? And you, you oh, sure, sure, sure. use it, so... Oh I'm yeah, I think it. I think you said like you, you thought leads... maybe I'd be worried about. It. I'm like no, no, no. no. So I so I, I maybe I did that said that before, but, right? But I like now doing that line because it led me to. I don't like just doing one. So I, I say, I'm much I'm much fatter now. It used to say USA, but now that's all I say, and I do like a little stretched out motion. Yeah. Um, and they laugh, and I'm like, I felt like that's not enough. Gotcha. Great line, but that's not enough. <clears throat> what else can I do? And then they go. Uh, I go, uh, yeah, yeah. If you, I realized you can't see all the letters of the tattoo. Oh, yeah, I love that part of and it. And then, so then, and then I do that line, and that's working. And then I, and I'm like, well, that's not the end of it either. I gotta give examples of it. So now I'm giving examples of like, oh, if you want to do my tattoo, you to take a tour of my body. Yeah. Orbit, satellite, uh, tour bus, safari guy, like all this shit. And then that eventually led me to doing the America amateur line, Puerto Rican thing. Yeah. Um, and then the Eric thing. And that all comes from you saying in a roast. It used to say USA. All the jokes. So to give some context to the people that don't know you, you have a tattoo across your stomach where Tupac has a Thug Life tattoo. Here yes. it says American. It says American, and it's in Boston Red Sox font. <laughs> red, white, and blue. Well, the white's me. It's a red and blue. And Red, um, beige, and blue. Well, it's very pale nowadays. <laughs> But, um, uh, but yeah, you said uh, that uh, in a roast, you said it used to say USA, and it killed, and you told me for a long time I should use that in my act, and I said no, and, and, and then I, I finally caved, and now I'm glad I did, because it's a great line, first of all, it's one of the best lines of the joke, um, and then it, it led to me writing, like, it, this, it just opens idea, a bunch of texts. Yeah, 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 the fact that it opened me up to just the idea of something I had not thought about before mm-hmm. um, was awesome. I like the you say that it. Some lady uh, said that it, like, called you Eric because of, she only could see the Eric part of America. Right, or in the front. She said, oh, "What are you looking at, Eric?" Mm-hmm. And that's, that's funny. funny. That's a funny line to me because it's like it's not just. I'm not just saying that from the front you can only see. I, I never say that. I never say from the front you can only see Eric. <laughs> yeah. You get that that thought in your head when I when I say because it Eric's a name. By the way, this is literally right in the front. It's very funny the difference between the drive here and the drive after because our energy level and our fucking like manic energy is so much higher right now. Oh yeah, we're high, baby. We're high in comedy. I had a couple of social sparklers, as Mark Grant from the Padres says. I think that was off the uh, podcast. It was off the podcast. That's why I said the Padres. Yeah. Um, uh, The uh, so. And also, I feel good. Like I, I, before the show, I'm like, uh, I'm nervous. I, yeah. I'm always nervous, no matter what it is. I'm always nervous. I'm I'm never nervous when it's like a club that I've performed at, even like a club period. Especially when I'm like, it's a club. And what the what the fucking speed limit is it? Jesus, I keep going lower and it keeps flashing. I can't imagine. It's well, I guess 35. it's 35. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Um, anyway, the... Yeah, the uh, clubs are different. The club is like, it's across the country, a club environment. It's very similar. Yeah, I always, the way that I've described is it's like doing comedy in a humidor where the conditions are fucking, like, they're all, it's everywhere in the country. The humidity's the same. The, the temperature's the same. The fucking mm-hmm. sensibilities are the same. And, uh, yeah, so you said, you were talking about, though, I wanted to go back to this, which is you were talking about the I look like jokes. And I have some I look like jokes, but I think, one, I don't do them first uh, because of that thing you were saying. Like, first off, everyone has I look like jokes, right? Like, that's... Yeah. And, and everyone looks different, so it's not like, I don't think that that makes them hacky. I think that, uh, but I think, like, you're right, everyone has I look like jokes, and you might have jokes, like, you, you have one that says I there look like... There are certain ways it gets hacky, though. You go... Um, it's like, well, I look like so-and-so, them. fuck so-and-so. Oh, of that's course, hacky. Of course. Yeah. I look like so-and-so if they yada, yada, yada. That's hacky. Yeah, mine are kind I of... I want a very specific... I want a Kyle Kinane specific... I gotcha. look like this very specific thing. Like, I want it to make sense with what I'm wearing, how I look. <laughs> right. I don't want to dress according to my joke. I want to dress how I dress and be able to make the joke regardless. Sure. But I want it to make sense. Yeah. Um... But I, so mine are disguised in that joke about going to the grocery store or someone else says what I look like. That's one thing. I'm not, I'm not saying you should do that. What's that? That's specific to the joke. No, I know. I know. But what I'm saying about being in the grocery store. Right. But I'm saying like, these are all jokes about what I look like, but they're like, for me, that's like a thing. And, but I think what you're saying where you don't, you can open with those or you can open with something else. I think you could still do the, I look like jokes, right? You were talking about you want to yeah. open with something different. I think you could open with something different. I, I don't know what need, it is. I need a new opener. I mean, I, I've been opening with these uh, look-like jokes. I have a bunch of them. I have, like, ten of them I filter through, and I have three that are my favorites. Right. Um, but, you know, I've been doing it for a while, and I did a bunch of them on my album. Right. And that, that's that's important to me. I, I don't want to be doing it anymore, but but it, I do rely on them, and it sucks. What a, how much of... So you just did 40 minutes. How much of that is on your album? Oh, tonight, the 40 minutes? Uh, on my album, probably... Probably 25. Because this Honestly, is the thing that I'm like... like... This crowd, I feel like there was a, the jokes that I needed to do for this crowd. Mm-hmm. A lot of the newer jokes aren't... They weren't for a crowd of cops. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily like that, but... Um, well, no, I think I think that, like... Uh, I'm going through this, too. Cause also, I, it's like uh, some jokes I don't do ever, by the way. Sure. I did tonight, like the, the, the hip hop joke. I, I knew I was gonna be, I was gonna do well because they would all hate rappers because the sure. NWA and all that. And then the bitch tits thing, I knew they would fucking love that joke. You don't do that joke anymore? No. Was never. that was that on the album? I almost forgot. Yeah, I almost forgot how oh, to okay. say it when I was on stage. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. So I I did I put out twenty five minutes, um, and I've been my initial plan was like never doing these twenty five minutes again. And then I started booking all these fucking sixty minute sets, and I'm like, well, I better be doing those. Fucking- well, that's the thing is when I recorded my album, I did a fifty eight minute set. Right. And in all reality, listening back to it now, and who I am now, I'm like, ah, well, only like 30 was good. Sure. And the rest of it was, you know, whatever. But uh, but now if I'm getting booked to headline, I don't have, I, I, can't, I didn't turn that over. Right. I'm not one of these fucking super skilled comics that are on fucking Netflix, like making a new hour. You're only like Louis C.K. in one specific way. And that's how I got booked on this gig. What, that showed you my yeah. uh, resume? <laughs> um. <laughs> your, your short redheaded resume. Uh, so anyway, the uh, I don't know if it's short. He probably has a big dick, but um, it may probably. I mean, I, I, he's I feel like tall. it's not small. You ask people to do that, I feel like it's not small. And no one. By the way, whenever whenever anyone mentioned what he was doing, no one ever mentioned it was small. I feel like 
if it was small, they would have said, and then he whipped out his fucking tiny dick. They would have mentioned it for sure. Like they yeah. were appalled by it. They were upset by it. They would have for sure mentioned if it was small. And now nobody did. That's true. I'm glad we've gotten to the bottom of it. And everyone can be happy to know that we've done the research. Louis C.K., what good I'm saying size is, cock. What I'm saying is it wasn't that bad. <laughs> they didn't hate it that much, but it was enough to be like, this is uncomfortable and wrong. And that's how I got on this show. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like I, I think, so I, that's why I did 25. is because now I know that if anyone's seen that, of the few that have, that uh, I know that I have a big chunk of material, no matter what night it is. If I'm doing 45 or an hour, there's a big chunk of material they haven't seen. Or if I'm at a place and I do 25, I can go, well, there's 25 more that you have not seen uh, on the album. I feel like this we're just like not moving on this Google Maps. Thing. It's showing us like 0.7 miles. I don't know. 0.6. Think. Thank you. Um, anyway, the... Uh, yeah, because so I did sixty minutes at um, these gigs in like Montana. I did I did sixty minutes. A bunch of it was crowd work, and they were very fun. But I did like all of the the having a kid stuff. I think the only thing I'm done doing completely, and it's not because it doesn't go well, but I had that ass eating joke that was just dude. It created so many problems for me. Not because crowds didn't like it, but like venue owners fucking hated it, and it was really weird. I don't understand why that specific like I'm not the only comic doing an ass eating joke no maybe it's because you do a, such a long bit on it and I actually talked about this with our friend Luke Severide the other day about how he was like just Casey did this he talked about the Tommy Johnson thing he goes Casey did this joke about Tommy Johnson's dick and having piercings and and it was just he did like five minutes and I was like was it bad he goes no it wasn't bad I don't say it was bad no it wasn't bad it was, I was like that guy just, he goes he goes that guy just squeezes fucking everything well, that's the sweetest and I'm, thing. I'm, and I'm like, well, what's wrong with that? Goes, nothing's wrong with one, that. Right? Yeah. yeah, up one. He goes, he goes, nothing's wrong with that. I'm just, I'm like, was this a compliment or a complaint? He goes, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he was just, I think he didn't want to hear it, but he also like had, he couldn't like, he couldn't say that you're wrong for doing it. And also, Luke does he analyzes a lot of comedy and um, he compares himself a lot to people, and so. And yeah, it's like okay. Well, he's doing this. Maybe I should be squeezing more stuff out of my things. And well, I definitely believe in squeezing. I mean, maybe the reason is I think I think that that the acidy joke specifically, not the Tommy Johnson one, the but the acidy one is like. I mean, it's a great joke, but we talked about this. Gene Ico, no one knows who she fucking is anymore. Oh, I think I mean I, that's maybe she's got like millions of TikTok followers. So I think people know who she is. Uh, I don't oh, think sure. people our age don't know who she is. Maybe that's the problem. Is you're doing she's, shows. She's actually bigger now than she was when that song came out. She's like a way bigger. I like. Really? Yeah, dude. I did like a lot of research to. First off, how that do you say it's so not Gene Ico? It's Janae Ico. Janae Ico, all serious. I had somebody Excuse come up to me, me and they were like, "You're oh, are you like pronouncing her name wrong on purpose?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" And they're like, "It's Gene." And I was like. Oh no, you just don't. You have no idea. No, and then you get to be the. But but also guy. that by the way, that's the funny thing about that is that's like one small part of the joke. There's like there is. There no, is, it's a great joke. The comparisons are are, are great. The but the, but store and the, yeah. But yeah, that part I, I was like very. That one came to me on. But anyways, the point is, the joke caused me issues, and I, I do want to be bookable. I also like, I do like I, just don't come up with enough premises where I can't squeeze. 
I gotta squeeze everything out of every premise, you know what I mean? Like, I always think of it as like, if this set of jokes isn't a fucking album track, then what's the point of continuing to do it, you know? If it's just like one line, if it's not an album track, then I, it's not long enough for me. Like, I want it to be, I mean, if it's longer than an album track, which I have a couple of those kind of jokes, that's fine too, but... I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I guess that's the way, I mean, that's probably like, we've talked about, um... I think about this shit in like, not in album tracks, I think about it in terms of set lengths, um... Like your tight five for a guest spot, um, your tight ten for a hosting set. Sure. Your your um, your ten minutes for um, a dirty showcase, or your ten minutes for just any showcase that's at like there's like ten comics in the lineup or whatever. By the way, I guess I did do the I did the ass eating joke on the filthy show in uh, Austin. You gotta do it. Um. Well, I'm not that dirty, so that's like I gotta do the dirty shit. The dirty. I didn't go dirty enough on that show. To, I did a bunch of I did a couple of dad jokes about being a dad I was just they were, I was working on them and I felt bad about that because I was yeah. like oh, this is awesome they had the filthy show I should have went way filthier lesson learned yeah uh, nice time I'll come with the with the hard shit and, uh... but so so the ultimately the thing that I'm saying is that uh, I think I get what you're saying about the set lengths I'm also I'm also doing this too uh, you're doing the tracks I'm doing jokes now I find myself doing jokes now where I'm trying to write them and, and cut them down to a minute for Instagram Reels or three minutes for TikTok. Yeah, you know what I've found with that is that you can cut chunks out of the same joke and you have enough jokes in it that you could make a 50-second version of it. i found that it makes the joke way tighter. That's what I think. I well, think yeah. that I'm like, all right, well, I only have... And people do this with auditions because there's, like, there's auditions that are one minute long or two minutes long. And I think that the fact that I, I'm like, oh, i got to make sure I get this all in because I've had jokes I put on TikTok and like I can't put it on Instagram because the whole thing's not finished in a minute because the reels are a minute long max. Right. So when I'm writing a joke then it gets to it. If I write 60, in theory, right? If I write 60 jokes that are great for one minute each, that's an amazing hour. That's, and that's not Maybe, but it's probably goal, pretty like, soulless. You know what I mean? That's like, I, it's hard to have like sure. your soul in a fucking... Uh, so like I think that the, the what I'm saying is is if you take, like, if I have a four-minute joke, there's probably four 50-second or 35-second chunks that stand alone that you don't need to hear the whole rest of the joke. And then also, as a whole, like, as a full fucking piece, uh, so my thing isn't everything has to be under the length of an album track, but at least the length of an album track. For my personal taste and my own comedy. You're also, yeah, that's fine for you, because you, you do tag up because I have, squeeze every drop in but other other comics hear that kind of shit and they go oh I need to make my joke longer they don't when they make their joke longer they don't add like to you adding making a joke longer means adding more punchlines yeah to other people making a joke longer means oh I gotta make this more I gotta make this longer yeah I got some shit by Just the way for this this is the second time this has happened but I did the roast of uh, the roast in Austin with uh, Craig Beechler which I will be posting the roast on my uh, sub I know you're roasting him. I would have given you a, I would have given you a joke or two. I roasted him before. So we've done, we did like really well, Greg and I. I had one joke that bombed, but part of the reason is it's the same reason I always have one joke that bombs, which is that I write, I write the jokes. I write like some jokes, and then I keep writing new jokes. Then I'm like, well, 
this joke could just go with this joke. I could just do both these jokes as one joke. Uh -huh. And then I go like, so first off, I don't care about winning comedy contests. I don't care about winning roasts. I don't That's care about you, beating Greg. Well, part of the reason is I only, so roasts, I specifically don't care about. I only want our roast group to do the best of everybody. So like Greg and I wrote together. I like ran my jokes by Greg. I'm not trying to hurt Greg's feelings. I agree with you on that for the most part. Yeah. 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 So I say the same thing. So like the the um, and then yeah. So like then like like uh, Adam Lucky, mutual friend Adam Lucky, gave me some shit about. He's like, oh yeah, your jokes like they took a long like they went a long way, like they went along, like you got. It's probably not wrong, but there were like. But he said they all hit. And part of the thing is, it's like. If I can put seven punchlines in where people normally put one punchline, who doesn't want that? You know what I mean? Like, like, well, roasts are different. Roasts are the kind of thing where, like, it's not the same as stand-up. Where um, I think what Adam was trying to say is that he did, he wasn't complaining. He said that no, was no, a no. Good he's thing. not. Yeah, he did. But I think he's giving a little bit of criticism there. And I, I think that the to me a roast a roast joke is so much better if it's. I don't want to say just one because a tag is great. A tag is great, but after a punchline and a tag, it's a little too much. Well, the crowd loved it progressively more. Is my point. Until I think that's great. I, I had think, one joke that bombed. I one, think if you go, if you go, listen, listen. I think if you go one, it's it one huge punchline, and then a tag that gets them to continue laughing. That's the way you go. I mean, laugh, 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 laugh. It's great. It's great. Even for ropes, it's great. But it's. It's not as hard hitting as the one punch that makes everyone go, oh, like it's like it's a weird like. <laughs> right, it's like a watching, to me that, like a black guy watching magicians type of deal. Like you want the biggest. This is our reaction. second black guy reference that I'm just signing off on with my silence. Or anybody watching a magic Josh, trick, whatever, silence. sure. A, a small but Asian like, woman watching. Just, a, no, I just so think it's that, like, that. I think there's that also a big thing. fucking pop. This is they also why I write. By rap the way. battle pop. They want that snap battle pop. They want. Oh God, stop rhyming, please. Th this they is want the that reason. crap battle pop. That mad battle pop. This is why Josh does comedy and why the crowd hates his hip hop takes. Talking uh, to your dad battle pop. So what I'm saying is, it's like, <laughs> it's like th this is actually the way that I consider those like whatever four minute chunks of jokes. Also, is like. This should all be building towards a big punchline at the end that really closes it out. And yeah, that's like, so my point is though, is nobody should be complaining about too many punchlines is all is my point. And also I don't, again, I'm only showing what a, all a roast battle is good for me is like, in my opinion, is it's like a writing exercise and a bunch of fucking people have gotten writing job jobs from roasts. And if I write four A pluses and one F minus, Versus five B pluses. Gotcha. I'd rather write the four A pluses and because. What about this? What in about a writing this? situation, like writer's room, which I don't work in and I have no experience in, and I'm talking about it with way more authority than I should. But they'll just throw out that one bad joke, and then we don't do it. Sure. It's a little different though. I because a uh, writer's room's not competitive in the same way that a roast battle. There's a winner and there's a loser. How do you know? No, no, no. I mean, it is competitive. And you're trying to keep your job. And oh, you but yeah. Writer, once, but once again, though, in a writer's room, I think like my the dream scenario where I'm an ambivalent or a, not a ambivalent, a benevolent person. We're just trying to make the best show we can. Tell me the best show you can. You want to be the best writer. You want your. You, it's a job. You want to be the best at your job. I get that. Yeah, I would like. But, but a roast battle. There's there's a, there is a winner and there is a loser. 
And I, another, I think I didn't bring up that I just thought about a second ago was that you said as many punchlines. I don't think that's a bad thing. Well, most people write the, the roast jokes as like a joke, and when you have, let's say, six punchlines in your joke, um, but the, does it become a joke or does it become six jokes? Well, no, I'm cheating. That's for what, sure. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I it's don't like care. In a, in, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Well, there's a thing. There's, there's a thing about roasting. Is like it's like if you do it regularly, there's like a there's like a respect about it. Like go watch. It's like go watch. We're like going. The, we're going joke for joke. You get five jokes. You get joke for joke. Go watch the comedy. You get a joke and you get her. And, and some of those people go too fucking far. And they win. Usually. Nah, not always. I think there's a limit. There's a limited number of punchlines. I think three is the limit. Two is perfect. You're insane. Plus a rebuttal. Rebuttal's okay. I do. It's. I don't know. To me, it's like a, it's like a baseball. In, but in, also un, un, unwritten rules. But also again, the credo for me is not really like you need six punchlines. I, I, I need only one. That's how I feel about it. Well, well what you need six, six punchlines to beat me, but I only need one. That's how I feel about it. You know what I mean? Like my one joke was better than your six. Well, I don't think that's. What that's I'm how saying. I look at it. Like though. Yeah, I mean, we could Do you understand? We, we could like, review the tape. I could show you what I'm talking about. They're, like, getting all the six whatever. It's not, I don't know if it's six, by the way, in any of them. But, like, all the multiple are getting big no, sure, sure. laughs. That's just yeah. Yeah, no, I think I said six. But, like, my, but my point is, is ultimately, I don't care about winning those specific contests. And yeah, I've made this. Might. Right, and Greg did. And that's and maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. Who I don't won? care. Greg did. See, his one joke was better than your six. <laughs> no, I, dude, I bombed hard on one joke, like oh, very fucking hard. That, that's such and a great consistently did well. Fucking... And the, but again, I don't. Rock Toronto beat me with one joke. Yeah, I was crushing. Listen, it. I, I can't, I can't do joke. a podcast where we talk Kills. about fucking Bremerton comedians. Okay, that's just well, we're in, we're going to Bremerton today, so <laughs> we're driving there right. And now. it was a great joke, and he, he it was a great joke. Yeah, it was a great joke, and it ruined your life for months. And, yeah, dude, you crushed me, dude. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's 45 here. What the fuck? Um, oh, yeah, this is a joke that he used against Greg once. They got a big pop. Um, Greg used to be an MMA. Greg Beachler, by the way. Yep. Uh, used to fight MMA. Um, he has one professional fight. Broke the guy's septum. He's also only had sex one time. Uh, broke the guy's rectum. That's funny. Kind of funny. My so favorite I like one. gay joke, and I don't like that, but. Uh, my favorite one that I had. Was and this one did well and it's short. I said, uh, Greg is light skinned and he has a white, he was raised by a white mom. So whenever I hear Greg say the N word, I'm like, Greg, be careful, there could be black people around. <laughs> That's like a good short one. I had a couple diabetes ones that did all right. He also took us, he had a, he took us to uh, this place called, I gotta cut out when I post it publicly, I gotta cut out part of the joke because it's like one of those ones where you're like, it's funny between me and Greg, but, like, the public isn't ready, you know what I mean? Like, a tremendously sure. racist joke, basically. How <laughs> Can you say it on the podcast, or...? Um, I'll say the I mean, start. I mean... I'll say the start. I'm going to post it on my Substack, so if you want to hear it, it's on my Substack. Oh, there you go. It's on Substack. CaseyMcClain.Substack.com. It. It'll be there. I told this one to Quentin on uh, Roastmania. I said, uh, Quentin Jones, a black comedian, a good friend of mine. He goes, uh, I said, uh, Quentin hates when you say the N-word to him. Like, for real, if you say the N-word to Quentin, he'll beat the fuck out of you. Just ask the last girl that told him no. You know, it's a Sam Real joke. What? <clears throat> he got in a huge, he goes, I used to be dating this black girl, and it, she used to say the N-word to me while we were having sex, and it made me so uncomfortable. She would be like, no. 
He got in a bunch of trouble for it. God damn it. You stink. Well, you could have put a couple extra punchlines in it. It would have been redeemable, but now it's just a stolen fucking joke. Nah, it wouldn't have been redeemable. It would have just been extra words. Um, that they laughed at. That would the crowd didn't know it was stolen. I didn't know it was stolen. Fuck. Yeah, that was like a... He got in a bunch of blog trouble for that several years ago. Oh, rape joke, huh? Yeah, exactly, because it was a rape joke. Well, you made the rape joke, too. You suck. My joke for Greg was, uh... I just I started out, I go, Greg didn't plan any of this trip. I, they laughed at this, which made me happy, because I thought it was funny, but they didn't. I didn't know if the crowd would. I go, Greg didn't plan any of this trip. I, I booked the flights. I booked the hotel. I got all of our shows booked. Uh... Finally, I was like, Greg deserves a vote in this trip. So the other, this morning, I'm just going to say the whole thing. I go, uh, this morning I let him, uh, I let him pick our, uh, breakfast restaurant. They picked a place called Breakfast Studio and we drove all the way there only to find out that it was a marketing agency and they laughed at that. And then I go, uh, I guess what I learned is that I can only trust some of Greg's votes, about three fifths. All right, and that's like I don't see why the first part's racist. I don't. Well, the well, I think I the first part isn't racist. Oh, okay. The three fifths thing is like me calling him a slave. Either. Nah, it's yeah, yeah, no, it's not even a slave. It's uh, three. It wasn't even it's free people, free slaves. No, it's not. It was southern slaves. They wanted. This is actually a misconception. Was it not? Was it not like they no, got freed and they were given three fifths of a vote or whatever? No, it was. Or? It was the the South wanted slaves counted. This is what people assume is that the that the North wanted people counted, black people in the South counted for a full person. But they didn't have the right to vote either way. No, the, Lincoln even said that. Uh, he changed his mind later in his life, but Lincoln said he didn't want him to vote or he didn't want him. But, but my point is, is I don't know if he ever changed his mind, to be honest with you. Um, but like some of the stuff that dude wrote, like towards the time he I was, say later in his life he was assassinated. Yeah, I think what he, I think his mind, later uh, his, his later mind did his change. 40s. His mind did change. It was splattered <laughs> over a theater crowd. But, uh, anyway, my point is, is that he, uh, the reason that the South wanted the South wanted slaves to be worth a full person in their electoral college power, and, as slaves, right. And the North said no. They wanted him to not count at all. And the compromise, the three-fifths ah. compromise, was that each slave would be worth three-fifths of a person in the population that contributed to the Electoral College. I so, thought it was different. I thought so it was after Right. Uh, a lot freedom. of people have that misconception. And people will say stuff like, oh, well, I don't trust anyone that thinks that ever thought that whatever, black people should be worth three-fifths of a vote. And the person that actually, the people that actually said that specific thing, for a noble reason, for the, for the purpose of actually representing people who wanted freedom for those slaves, but the people who wanted them to be worth three-fifths of a person were, was the North. Well, I don't think the South, before they freed the slaves, I don't think the South was advocating uh, Only in the voting context. I think they only, only in the voting context. I, they didn't want them to vote, though. Of course. They just wanted more voting power. They wanted more electoral power. And they had more slaves, they wanted more voting power. I understand. I Nobody, different. I've never heard anyone make an argument about the three-fifths like thing that's correct. And interesting. Because I did a little bit of research. I was like, why would the... Yeah, I did a little bit of, like, research on it. I was like, oh, yeah, obviously the... Anyways, so... That's funny because Greg's th uh, three-fifths black. <laughs> not even. Not even. <laughs> <laughs> He's three-fifths white, yeah. for fuck's sake. Yeah. Uh, 
but yeah, there was like, anyway, um, the other thing that happened by the way is like both roasts leading into us bombed hard. Oh really? We like broke it. Adam will say this. We broke it open. Like the. Interesting. My experience was different on his roast show. Me and John Rice, we were the worst one of the night. Well, John Rice went right before us and ate horrible shit, so maybe that's the comment. Well, John did go first in our roast. The first thing that he said, he made a joke about my brother being retarded. He said the word retard on stage. Mm-hmm. And my first joke was uh, something. Because John, John Rice is gay. Uh, and I said something about... Um, I've known John for like five years, and I've always known he was a faggot, but... Do you guys also know he's gay? <laughs> and that... It, I mean, it got a better laugh than his joke did, but it was just a weird... It was a weird start. From, it, it was weird for us, because, like, the whole rest of the show was fucked up. People were saying fucked up shit. Wait, is so this not letting thought, me go straight? I guess not. It's not letting you go straight. Detour. Oh, shit. That's all right. We'll That's not it. good. Let's go we'll figure it out. That's going over water way, isn't Do I have it? to swim? No. Wow. We'll, be, we'll figure it out. It'll, it'll redirect us somehow. They say I drink like a fish. I gotta piss again. I had one beer and I just immediately have to piss. My just yeah, my, you got peer pressure in that beer by that uh, my ranger buddy there. Yeah, this fucking guy. I, the only I've I actually have been through Gabe Rutledge's podcast shamed into allowing audience members to buy me a drink after. It looks like we're on course though. No. Yeah, I think we're fine. It's just yeah. re, it just redirected us. We'll be all right. That was cool. Uh, switching topics. That was cool to. Uh, Whenever I do a show and did that guy are, know someone you knew? Is that what happened? We did. We did, we did know a similar person. He had a common person of knowledge. That wasn't when he first talked about. The is that is that is was, that the fucking longest way to say yes I've ever fucking? Heard. We he did know a similar person. We had a common person of knowledge. No, he could have Yeah. No, the answer is no. That's not why he talked to me. I well, that's not what I asked. I just said, did you guys know someone? Well, yeah, we did. Oh, good. Yeah, uh, Sergeant First Class Leroy Petrie. Man. He's a Medal of Honor recipient from 2nd Ranger Battalion, uh, 75th Rangers. Uh, I served with him. He didn't know who I was when I served, um, but I met him doing comedy afterwards, after he had received his Medal of Honor. He's one of only, like, Medal of Honor 30. for comedy? Is that... Yeah, no. Uh, one of, he's, like, one of only 30 living Medal of Honor recipients. Oh, wow. And probably less now, uh, just because a couple of them are, like, World War II vets and Korea vets and stuff like that. But, right. Um, so that person's sweeping their sidewalk off at right now. Night. Yeah. What, what fucking ten o'clock at night? Nine, almost ten o'clock. Nine forty-five. Yeah. So raking. Yeah. Better get it done now. I don't know. He was a he was a ranger. He was a, a first battalion ranger from Savannah, Georgia. I was second battalion ranger from Fort Lewis. There's three battalions of rangers, and he was in one of them. And uh, I made a joke about being a ranger. Quick joke, and uh, he had to say hi after the show. That's fun when that happens. It's nice. It's, the most uh, adorable thing is when he goes, I'm just a little nervous right now, which is always funny when comedy audience members say that because I'm like, I'm fucking nobody, dude. Yeah, all, yeah, exactly. And he's a fucking, he's a, and he's a ranger. We're both rangers. And he's like, right. I'm nervous. And I'm like, you're an old ranger. I mean, I guess it's different. He didn't go, he's not a combat ranger. He served from 94, 98. Texas rangers, a Texas ranger. And because he has a ranger upon you. Everything you do, he's gonna see. When you're in Texas, look behind you. Cause that's where the ranger's gonna be. Wow. You know that? <clears throat> Did not know that. Yeah, well. Who's that, know. Britney Spears? Uh, no, that's the, I don't know, whoever, the theme song from Tom Walker, Texas Ranger. Oh. 
Not Britney Spears? No. Have you seen her on Instagram? Yeah, dude. She's a fucking nutbag, dude. I gotta tell you, this is, I've never said this to anybody up to this point, and I don't know if this is the right context. I never was, like, super into her in high school, and I think she's substantially more attractive in her 40s than she was. I 100% thought it was super weird. Even as a child, I thought it was weird that her voice and her whole getup and her outfits and all of it about her was aimed at grown men being attracted to a little girl. 16, but yes. Her voice, though. Her voice is little girl voice. Wearing the schoolgirl outfits and the skirts, it was, it's always been a weird thing to me. When I knew what sex was, and I realized that people were, like, grown men were sexualizing this teenager slash young adult for acting like a little girl, I was, this is fucking weird. Yeah, do you remember how her, common it was? it's gotta be her dad. It's gotta be her fucking dad. It's not Brittany. Poor girl. She's nuts for a fucking reason. Yeah, it's not you, her fault. Do you remember how common it was for people to be like... This is the countdown clock for when Mary-Kate and Ashley turned fucking 18. Dude, what a fucking weird thing that is. I know. And I'm, like, even still, I'm, I'm like, I'm like ashamed to tell people, like, is this yeah, I think Billie Eilish is pretty hot. And she's like 20 now. I'm like, that's even weird. I'm like, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> this seems like a legal spot, right? I think so, yeah. All right, let's we'll do our best. And then, oh, I got a piece so bad. Have you been to this room before? I don't know. Was it old mobster Mike's? Oh, maybe it's in the it same is. neighborhood. Yeah. It's definitely in the same neighborhood, but. Oh my. Well, let's do it. Let's get in there, dude. I'm gonna piss so bad. 